History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to welcome to Monday night's edition of the Andrea K Show. If you're watching on Facebook Live, uh, we are streaming on the Answer San Diego, and you'll see me squirming in my chair. I don't know what happened to my booster cushion here. It's sliding off. Things are not looking well. I'm looking like a toddler sitting here in this chair. I don't know what's happening. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. I'm glad to have you guys here with me. I'm, I'm increasingly, as each day passes, getting into a better mood, getting over my funk that I was in uh, a couple of weeks ago um, because we just have very little good news to report. And you know what I think um, has me getting in a little bit better spirits when I when I see a little bit of um, uh, payback, if you will, a little karma happening. We're going to talk about that. We've got a couple of great guests for you guys tonight. There are some breaking news. Well, I, you know what? It's not breaking news because the mainstream media is not going to cover it, right? They're not going to cover the fact that CD, uh, it, emails from the CDC show that all this, uh, it's, it's just more lies, right? All of this pandemic of the un- unvaccinated, straight up lie. And Tom Renz, Attorney Thomas Renz, is going to be here tonight to, to break down and share with you the truth about uh, what was revealed in um, these emails from the CDC. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned for that. Um, a lot of people upset today. Facebook and Instagram down. Um, you know, well, you know, Insta is where I get my my dog videos and my recipes, my food. That's that's where I get get my videos for that. And I, but I, I will tell you, I didn't miss it. And it got me thinking today, Brian Maloney from Red Wave America and um, Media Equalizer is going to be here a little bit later. He's our media guru here, uh, contributor to the show. And I, and he's going to be here to talk about that as well as the fact that this Facebook whistleblower, that's a hoax. And I'm going to tell you why I think that's a hoax of a story a little bit later. But it got me thinking today, it got me thinking, who would benefit the most from social media being down? I mean, main social media being down, Facebook and Instagram, because Facebook, in in spite of how how, um, successful Twitter is, it's still up. Most people I know, I know a few hardcore Twitter people. Most people I know, it's really still more about Facebook is really where it's at um, for a lot of people. So I got I got to thinking today, who would it because the other people were were surmising as, as conservatives have left Twitter and then if Facebook and and um, Insta went completely down. Um, some people were saying there's a possibility it just wouldn't come back up. And it got me thinking, who would be who would be better served? And I'm curious what you guys think. 888-344-1170 if you want to weigh in on any of that. We also have breaking news in terms of what broke over the weekend. Something like 40-something Republicans joined the Democrats to spend billions of dollars on Afghan refugees coming here. And way do you get a load of what they're going to be getting in return uh, for those billions of dollars. Uh, before I go further, got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. I have my veto pen drawn and ready, and I have only one thing to say. Go ahead. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. You know, when I was on social media, and I don't miss it, I was more always more of a Twitter guy. Facebook always kind of annoyed me, and I don't miss actually either one of them. Well, yeah. Um, but to answer I, your question, I think anybody that, that benefits, yeah, there's censorship out there. But, hey, we can't get our voices heard, and the uh, and the Democrats like that. 
I think that who would be best served would be America because um, I, I think I think the if I were to do a Ben Franklin, a pro and con in terms of the effect on the country, it's been a, it's been a net negative on America. I would agree with you. Um, from, I don't miss it. And I, I think it would be better for for all of us. From, quite frankly. A, from the disinformation. That's where the lies are. That's where the electioneering take place, has taken place. That's where cancel culture has taken root and people have been able to be persecuted. That's where we, we as we sit right now, a weaponized government is scrounging everybody's social media profiles. That's how they rounded up so many people after January 6th. While they, while they weren't paying any attention to Islamic terrorists and other real threats that we face in this country from enemies foreign and domestic here in this country, they were, they were literally posting pictures of little old ladies wearing MAGA hats uh, on social media. So I think the net, the net effect of this country on social media has been negative for conservatives and for America. So I, I remember think when I saw benefit. Facebook was down today, I'm like, good. I hope it stays down for a while. So I think that we definitely would be um, better off. Um, I think the conservative end would benefit um, more from that. Um, cinema got served today. Cinema, yeah, Kirsten Cinema. The the we've got basically two Democrats that are still far left in in my opinion. They don't, they're not deserving of any praise, um, and that is uh, Kirsten Cinema as well as um, Mansion Joe Mansion. And they're really, they're, they're really right now the only, <sighs> I had, well, I, I started to say they're really the, the two keeping America from going over the cliff. Well, we really are already over the cliff fiscally. Okay. Let's be straight. We're over the cliff fiscally. Um, they are just, they are just the only two right now from the Democrats that have said where they're not going to get on board with this new spending plan, which is reportedly three and a half trillion. It's actually upwards of eight trillion as, as we have reported here. So the far left loons are hysterical. Hysterically angry at Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin to the to the degree. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing. I'm laughing that Kirsten Cinema was followed into the toity and was harassed in the bathroom. You got served, Cinema. You know what? They they in the process of canceling you. And if you and and if you were half the Democrat that you pretend to be, right? How come you're not getting them charged with insurrection? Because I'm old enough to remember how you Democrats, many of the Democrats, pretended they were just so in fear of their lives on January 6th, like AOC wasn't even in the building, right? Did they, did they not come in? Did they not trespass on, on, on your place? Did, did you not have to hide in the stall, right? Uh, because you were harassed? I don't feel sorry for her in the slightest. This is what the Democrat Party, the Democrats celebrated the fact that um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders was run out of a restaurant in Virginia with her husband and her children and chased down the street by by the restaurant's manager, I think it was. Maxine Waters calling for people to be, wherever they are, to be harassed in public. Uh, the, The gal, she was the former attorney general for Florida, the blonde gal, I can't remember her name. Uh, she was harassed uh, in Florida. Ted Cruz and beyond. I mean, you know, look at what Kavanaugh, look what happened to Kavanaugh, right? And the way his family was harassed. Jeff Flake during Flake during the Kavanaugh hearings, he was fallen into an elevator and harassed. So see, you know, so no, I don't have any sympathy. In fact, you know, let's let's see some more of it. Let's see some more Democrats hassled. Let's see some more of them harassed. 
And then maybe they might decide that they're going to declare Black Lives Matter and Antifa and, you know, um, uh, the terrorist organizations. Right. Because, you know, I'm, I'm sick of hearing about how, you know, we even what was it? Like? Yeah. Last week with Millie and that stupid Liz Cheney wanting to talk about January 6th and how uh, really the greatest threat this country faces is these terrible, you know, uh, extremists on the right. Here's your extreme potato skins. Can you point to me a time where some Republicans followed uh, Liz Cheney into a bathroom and harassed her somewhere? Nope. Right? We don't do this. Doesn't happen. That's not how we play. No, that's not what we do. And here's my thing about this this face Facebook whistleblower. I was going to save it for I was going to save it for uh, my time with Brian Maloney later, but I, you know, uh, this whistleblower is all over the news. Like right now, I just happened to look up uh, and I see, uh, oh, they're saying Facebook hit with ma- ma- major outage as the whistleblower is set to testify. This whistleblower story, oh, and the, I think I think the whistleblower chick was on on uh, 60 Minutes last night. They got, they got her all over the media. And that should tell you right there that this is not an anti-Facebook story. Because if it was, she wouldn't be out there on 60 Minutes. Of course not. What this is about is, this is supposedly her blowing the whistle that Facebook is just, Facebook just isn't doing its job. It's too interested in profits to care about the fact that they're allowing for disinformation, that they've allowed, their, they've put prof, profits over security. They don't, they allowed, fa- Facebook allowed themselves to be used to plan these this horrible, quote, terrorist attack on January 6th. See the game? That's what this is. This is not some Facebook whistleblower. This is a coordinated, how can we put some pretty blonde gal out there, 37 years old, supposedly the whistleblower, and ordered this is, is about pushing out uh, the real disinformation that January 6th is just, it was just uh, a terrorist attack on the level of 9-11. And it's about uh, furthering that narrative so they can justify more censorship and more controlling the opposition. That's what that story is about. It's a hoax. She might as well be sitting there with the Subway tuna salad sandwich, sandwich like Jussie Smollett. That's how that's how bad this story stinks. Because if it's true, the uh, mainstream media is not covering it. What? Well, I mean, you. We know that Facebook is in the tank. We know social media they is in the been. tank for the for the left. I mean, come on. We know that that's where the that's where the censorship is, and that's where the control is. Control the message, and you control minds. They've this is this is such a a um, reverse psychology move. And unfortunately there's Americans that are going to buy into it. There, there's Americans that are going to buy it, but you, you, my listeners are, are too smart for that. My listeners are too smart instead of chasing people into bathrooms and like har- haranguing and harassing them. You pay attention to the news. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in attorney Thomas Renz, who's going to talk about these emails that were discovered and the truth that we are not dealing right now with a pandemic of the unvaccinated, quite the opposite. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before we bring in attorney Thomas Renz to share the, the shocking details of what he has found out, uh, from I'm not sure if it's from emails or from a whistleblower or both. Uh, I want to read a little bit of an of an obituary uh, for you guys quickly. Jessica fully embraced motherhood, sharing her passion for life with her daughters. Je- 
Jessica's uh, motherly commitment was intense, unwavering determination to nurture her children to be confident, humble, responsible. Jessica's great passion was to be the best mother uh, possible for Bridget and Clara. During the last weeks of her life, however, the world turned dark and heavy, dark with heavy-handed vaccine mandates. Local and state governments were determined to... St- this is This is from her obituary. Local and state governments were determined to strip away her right to consult her wisdom and enjoy her freedom. She had been vehemently opposed to taking the vaccine, knowing she was in good health and of a young age and thus not at risk for serious illness. In her mind, the known and unknown risk of the unproven vaccine were more of a threat. But slowly, day by day, her freedom to choose was stripped away. Her passion to be actively involved in her children's education uh, was once again blocked by a government mandate. Ultimately, those who closed doors and separated mothers from their children prevailed. It cost her her life. It cost her her children the loving embrace of a caring mother. She died from something called uh, vaccine-induced thrombotic thrombocytopenia, a blood clot, 37 years old, and she is just one of many that have died uh, these shots are not safe, nor are they effective. And here to discuss uh, this topic and, and the latest breaking news is Thomas, Attorney Thomas Renz. Hi, Tom Renz. Thank you for being here on the Andrea K. Show. Glad to be back. I wish it was a you know, happier discussion. Yeah. Um, you know, this, this 37-year-old mother pressured told she wasn't going to be able to to participate in her children's education, be a be a be a room mom. She's just one of many who who was bullied by society, bullied by her government into into doing something she was scared to do, which is take the shot and it cost her her life and her children now have lost their mother. She's just one of many though, isn't she? Yes, she is. In fact, I'm looking right now at the numbers that I got from a whistleblower from the CMS data on uh, California, which is, you know, where you all are and where they decided that this is safe and effective for children. We ran a, we ran a search on the CMS data because I've got a whistleblower who has access to that data, actually several, and uh, they came up with, we searched the side effects that the FDA said were likely to occur from these vaccines in this FDA's slideshow. And I will tell you, in California alone, for people who uh, people who did not have any of these symptoms beforehand, there were there, none of these occurred before vaccine uh, the vaccine. Uh, and these the following symptoms occurred in the following numbers within 28 days of vaccination in California only, and only in Medicare age, so you know a little less than 20 percent of the population. 8,412 deaths, 6,176 COVID cases, 4,283 heart attacks, uh, 1,185 instances of paralysis. Oh. I guess, you know, because uh, you know, a lot of people come down with paralysis at random. Uh, seizure convulsions. 1,185 people, stroke, cerebral infarctions, 3,358 people. And, you know, the thrombocytopenia that uh, killed that young lady, 7,297 people. So, and so, excuse me for interrupting. The fact that they're not dead yet doesn't mean that they won't die from it. 
No, this was just this was only people who died within 28 days of the vaccination and did not have the condition before they were vaccinated. In fact, they didn't have it before one one of 2020. So this is people who were not suffering from these diseases. They got the vaccine within 28 days. They developed these diseases or death. And just in California and just in about 20 percent of the population, the vaccines are not safe. The whistleblower showed us uh, that uh, they ran the numbers within 14 days of vaccination. Almost 48,000 people have died in the United States. Those 48,000 are not counted as vaccine deaths because within 14 days of vaccination, you're not considered vaccinated. So Uh. if if you're perfectly healthy and go get a shot and die the next day, well, that's not a vaccine death because you're not considered vaccinated under uh, uh, the government's rules. Nice technicality there. Yeah, we've got one of the greatest cover-ups in history, and your your jerk of a governor just decided to mandate this for children. I tell you what, if the parents listening here, if the people of California do this to their kids, I pray for their kids, I pray for their families, but they and I just feel sorry for what they're going to have to deal with. If you can't fight for your kids' safety and health, I, I don't know what you're worth fighting for. Uh, it's just... It's horrendous. Well, I don't, what I don't understand is is why um, I get. I guess I can kind of understand the psychology behind it. You know, I think it was P.T. Barnum and said, or somebody said, it's easier to con people than to convince them they've been conned. And the people that just decided to just let the fear and the panic grip their minds and and remove any critical thinking, and you know, either fall in love with Fauci, and in spite of all of his lies, they're still pro Fauci. You know, um, it, it, in spite of facts, I mean, they still the facts are here that they are not safe and they are not effective. Yet there's so many people that just refuse to accept the real facts and the real data. Right. And I don't understand it. I don't understand why there's any American out there who's still going to argue these are safe and effective. And you're just talking about these. You, We haven't even gotten into the hospitalizations yet because they've been pushing nope. all summer that this is a pandemic of uh, the unvaccinated hitting our hospitals. But your data shows uh, different, doesn't it? Well, it's not my data. It's actually the Department of Defense. This this document that I posted on Friday uh, has the Department of Defense stamp right on the front. It is from the U.S. Department of Defense and was presented to the CDC, for the CDC, for the DHHS, for the FDA. This was for them. This is what they're looking at. And this document said several things that are really important. First of all, it said that within Medicare patients, 60% of hospitalizations are from COVID are in fully vaccinated patients, 60%. So if you think it's safe, you're wrong. If you think it's effective, you're wrong. It's not safe and it is ineffective. 71% of the of cases that occur are occurring in fully vaccinated. So if you've got one shot, you're not even counted in this. So these numbers are low. It also shows that for some reason, and this one I don't really understand, and I haven't got a good explanation on, but for some reason, the breakthrough hospitalizations are much more uh, frequent, much worse with uh, minority communities, Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. Don't know why that is, but that's certainly there on on the slideshow. And then the last stellar little piece of information is something that we already know. Project Veritas confirmed this tonight, I think, in their drop. Uh, that uh, if you really want, if you want to be safe from COVID, 
natural immunity is by far the best. It's confirmed in there several times, and uh, the Department of Defense knows it. Anthony Fauci knows it. Joe Biden knows it. I'm guessing Nancy Pelosi knows it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been defrauded out of your lives, out of your safety, out of your health, out of your security, out of your freedom. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, that's the question, because there's there's nobody who, who's thinking rationally, um, as, as I said before, could not see. If you're thinking rationally, you've got to see what, what a, a scam this has all been. I mean, at what point are the American people going to wake up, and, and, and including you, Californians? How did get, how did how did Newsom stay in office after he was stripping you of your jobs, tearing down your business while sitting at a restaurant? You could not operate your business, your restaurant, but yet he he could sit in French Laundry next to the very California health officials that that shut down your business without masks, without six foot distancing, yucking it up over fourteen thousand dollars of a wine bill. You know how where you know wake up, America. This and this is not and and these numbers should convince you right now that this is not even just if you don't get the loss of your freedoms, if you're somebody that doesn't care that the government now is going to be moving you around throughout the rest of your life like a like a piece on a chessboard. How about the fact that this is killing children? I read a stat that that some doctor put out or the CDC actually put out. I think it was Friday that um no, somebody tweeted out that out of um, uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of cases, there was only one child who died. Uh, but yet, in um, it, when it came to the vaccine studies, the de- the deaths were one in a, uh, in like a thousand or something. It was like you the children have a hundred and seventy four times chance of dying more from dying from the vaccine than from COVID. Well, I mean, Chris did his presentation for ASAP at the FDA, and he showed that the vaccines do more harm than they do good. I mean, they cause more injuries than they do save lives. I mean, there's no question about that. Uh, these things are dangerous, and that we haven't even gotten to the real danger. The real danger is in the three- to five-year or two- to five-year uh, area. Um, we have doctors supporting massive increases in, in far more aggressive cancers that are killing their patients. We have doctors who are reporting just all sorts of random side effects that no one can explain. Uh, this is this is absolutely absurd. And we even had uh, Walensky uh, uh, from CDC come out today and admit that these vaccines don't prevent the, the transmission of, of COVID-19. Why in the hell would you get it? So what's the Why? point? Why yeah. did you go? Let's go get this. Let's see how many side effects we can get. Let's just go play Russian roulette. There is literally no reason. The the DOD, the now apparently the the CDC, all these people have said it doesn't stop transmission. And P.S. that we're we're seeing more and more evidence come out that it probably increases your likelihood of getting uh, one of the variants of COVID nineteen, and it probably. My guess is this is my uh, my prediction. Uh, this is going to increase your likelihood of getting certain diseases. Uh, there's a possibility it will increase your risk of COVID-19. But one of the things that we're seeing anecdotally all over the place is I think the vax the vax people are the spreaders. Well, they Everyone's are getting it and spreading it. They're, it's not the it's not the unvaxed. Absolutely, the whole point was they denied therapeutics. Um, kept people locked in their homes. Um, the 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 carrot that was dangled was the vaccines. 
So the idea was you can't live your life. You have to wear a mask if you go anywhere. Businesses couldn't be opened. You couldn't go to your church. Everybody had to be six foot distance and all of that. And we were never going to get to normal unless we could stop the spread through these vax, these vaccines, which are not vaccines. And now they're not even they're, they're, they're not even qualified. They're basically being used as therapeutics and they're not even good, good with that. So, you know, it just it defies logic again to me, Thomas Renz, why anybody even believes in these and and why there's anybody going along with it. And we got to get some civil disobedience going uh, uh, on here um, because they're talking about now um, we're going to require it uh, for travel. We've already got in New York City and other places that you can't go into a restaurant or certain businesses without it. Uh, what could, Let's talk solutions here and what we can do as a people to stop this. Well, the first thing we've got to do is make sure that people know what's going on and they don't. So rens-law.com, R-E-N-Z-law.com, rens-law.com. I've got the uh, the DOD presentation, and then I have my presentation that I did for Clay, Clay Clark's Free Awakening Tour uh, on this, where we've got all the whistleblower data. We've got more coming. I've got an immense amount of information coming, just mind-blowing amounts, and it's very, very strong. Uh, what I want people to do is I want them to look at it and I want them to share it. We need to get this information out because until people start waking up and realize they're being murdered and they're trying to kill your children now, Mm -hmm. we're going to be in trouble. Uh, Within that, I want to also suggest, you'd mentioned therapeutics. Therapeutics are important. We have information on remdesivir, hydroxychloroquine, and ivermectin. They're all there. Uh, They're all well, you know, we Hydroxychloroquine, or I'm sorry, ivermectin showed to be three and a half times more effective than uh, remdesivir in, in this, according to CMS statistics. Um, this is absolutely horrendous. I mean, naturally, yeah, yeah I'm a lawyer, so we're going to keep suing everybody, and that's what we do, and we're going to keep fighting this there. But, you know, when you ask me what we can do, well, the people need to take, take charge of America. I don't care if you lose your job. You need to take a stand on this because I'm going to tell you, I've been down. I've been down. I've been out. You know, I'm, I'm not a rich man. I don't even care about being a rich man. What I can tell you is that I do care about my freedom and my children's freedom. And yes. I also care about being alive to see my children grow up. If you don't take a stand now, you're not going to have an opportunity to later. And I got to tell you, we need the people of California, especially because you guys are, I'm sorry, but your state's a cesspool. Yes. You've got to take this back. You guys got to fight and take this back. I don't care what you got to do. If that means you lose your job, we want peaceful resistance because guess what? If we don't do this peacefully now, it's going to be ugly later. Absolutely. We've got to, got to, got to take our country back now because I'm going to tell you, there, there is nothing on this planet. There is no coercion that will get me to give this to my children. And there's a lot of other people who feel the same. And if you don't feel the same, you're uninformed. Yes. So you need to get yourself aware of what's going on, and you need to get off your couch, and you need to do something with this, and you need to do it now. It's urgent. Go to rens-law.com, R-E-N-Z-L-A-W.com. Thank you, Thomas Renz, for being here. Hey, thank you so much for having me. God bless you. And I'm praying for California. Thank you so much. And I'm praying for everybody out there. Now, stay tuned. we got Brian Maloney coming up next. Don't go away. 
Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before we bring in my buddy Brian Maloney from Red Wave America, I got to tell y'all, I mean, if you are... If you are paying any attention to anything Fauci has to say, you call me and explain yourself immediately because you need to have your head examined. Here's what he said today, Skins. He's coming out with the holiday guidelines. Here's what he's putting out there today. Um, that you, uh, if you're, if you're going to participate in any gatherings, they should, you should host or attend virtual events. Okay. So I don't know how you do a virtual Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, they, sh- if you are going to do in person, they should be outdoors and six feet apart. So the outdoors, if you're, I mean, I guess everybody has outdoor heaters, right? In Colorado. Does anybody still listen to this man? I don't know. Um, and then this is my favorite one. His, his other suggestion is, if you, if you want to um, gather not gather or I, I don't even know how he's e- explaining this one. If you feel like you got to share food with people over the holidays, leave it at their door. How do you so how do you, drop off a turkey? Yeah. Dry, somebody's <laughs> going to drop off the turkey. Somebody else is going to drop off the dressing. Somebody, Brian, hang well, on. I'm going to come drop off some stuffing your way. This is just in, <laughs> insane. You all know that laughter right there. That, that the sound of that laughter is obviously my buddy, Brian Maloney. Hey, dear. Hey, how you doing? I mean, I think that anybody's still listening to him. They probably don't celebrate Christmas anyway. So what difference does it really make? Well, yeah, you're right. Uh, they they, they um, probably, uh, um, well, I don't want to get into the whole Satanist thing because I, I don't know what Fauci believes. Fauci's probably got a shrine to himself in his house at this point. You know, I mean, he's probably got, you know, a little mini Fauci on his on his. Um, uh, what's it called over the mantle and then the pic of himself on InStyle magazine up above the mantle. That's what he celebrates. That's, that's who he, he honors. Um, all right. Get, got to get serious. What happened with Facebook and Instagram today? Well, it was a widespread coordinated attack uh, on a number of huge sites. Even Twitter had a slowdown for some reason. They weren't able to take down Twitter, but I mean, there were a lot of sites that went down, and it was obviously clearly uh, a coordinated attack by the CCP. This was a hacker group, a state-sponsored hacker group affiliated with China, uh, showing us that they can just shut off the Internet if they want to, if they want to just shut it down and kick us all off of social media, they can. And think about the timing of this. First, you have the Chinese economy imploding over the Evergrande crisis, which is the the, uh, real estate sector in China absolutely imploding in a mountain of debt, uh, a trillion dollars in debt, and then systemic damage is done from there. So you've got that. So the CCP needs a distraction. And the perfect way to distract the public from losing everything in real estate uh, is – invading Taiwan. And you saw that 50 planes, 50 CCP planes, People's Liberation Army planes, uh, zooming over Taiwan. So they've been Mm -hmm. flying more and more every single day. So you've got that. But clearly, China sees itself as having an internet kill switch. And it gave us a little test run today uh, to see what they could do. And, you know, Silicon Valley, they think they are so smug and so powerful uh, and so omnipotent. And today it was shown that they are weak, 
and ineffective and can be taken down with the flick of a switch. So this power trip that they've been on in Washington, this really showed how weak and ineffective they are. <clears throat> and well, as a but- result, we could, you know, we're going to be kicked off of all this. We're not going to have a way to communicate. Well, our free nation, we well, the way that we'll be able to communicate it is if, is if we have systems in, in outlets that are not in any way connected to any of the. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, I guess China could possibly somehow hack in, but I, I guess the only way that we could do it is by is by um, being on social media sites that are not connected to the Google, the Amazon. The big servers, right? right? Um, that, like our yeah. free nation and, and a couple of others. But the interesting thing is, is that Facebook they put out a story that this had to do with um, uh, the issue appears to be linked to the domain name system, and it's it triggered yeah. a configuration error, is what they're saying, Brian. Well, but the fact is there was a coordinated attack on multiple sites, and this is just how the Chinese hackers pulled it off. So they're finding new ways to exploit weaknesses uh, and take down the system. The bottom line is all the security that Facebook has, and this showed today that they might as well not have anyone at all because they looked like buffoons today. And the fact is I can't remember the last Facebook outage that lasted most of a day. We've had them before. We've had attacks on Facebook. They're usually corrected within an hour. And they went for Twitter. They're going to try to take down Twitter next. Um, All they were able to do today was a slowdown. So somehow Twitter's security was stronger. But they got every single Facebook-affiliated site down. But there were also outages at AT&T and uh, Verizon. And Gmail struggled. Other sites. Yeah, Gmail struggled Gmail. a little bit they to do. Gmail. Yeah, they yeah. got Gmail yeah. too. So this is this is this is basically. I don't want to scare people, but look, this is the CCP thing. You know, this is what World War Three is going to look like. The first thing we're going to do is send you back to the Telegraph era, and you're going to be dot dot dash dash. Uh, you know, and you're going to be lucky to have that to communicate. That's the first thing they're going to do to us. So right. they've made that abundantly clear today. This was a warning shot fired right. um, at what they know is a totally ineffective, ridiculous White House, a non-functional White House that has become the laughing stock of the globe. Well, yeah, but this and, and this article specifically says it was unlikely the result of an external attack. And one of the reasons why they're denying this is a couple reasons. Um, the left loves uh, CCP, right? We got General right, Milley, right. right, who actually got on the phone with them and said, hey, yeah. if we attack, we're going to give you a heads up, right? Uh, Hunter Biden, crazy. Hunter. we find out today, Hunter Biden has not divested um, from his business dealings with the Chinese Communist Party and the government over there. Um, you know, uh, we, we've, got, we've got an administration that back when Joe Biden was vice president, we had the Chinese government actually hacked into our government systems and I think 40,000 identities of government workers, including family members of mine, their identities were hacked and nothing was done. Absolutely nothing right, was right. done. And and I will tell you, even during the Trump administration, nothing was done to really secure our systems. Right. And and there's no, only really some, wasn't. there really wasn't in, anything done. So this really d- should make everybody concerned, particularly since it's a part of this movement we've got right now to go to a cashless society and our entire lives, right. um, including our health and everything else to be put on systems everywhere I go. Now it's oh cash shortage. Can you use a credit card? No. Um, this is a reminder to right. keep cash on hand. Right. Have some something that you can you can go into a store to where if they don't if if they can't if the systems are down you've got something you can barter 
to get some food. Can you? Can I hold you over? We need to take a break. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, Brian Maloney's going to stick with us from Red Wave America, and we have more to talk about, including, I don't know, Brian, if you heard this story about the Republicans funding uh, the Afghanis brought over. We're going to talk about that and continue the discussion on social media on the other side of the break. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Before the break, we were talking about these, uh, clearly this hack uh, by the Chinese Communist Party on social media and other uh, sites today. And yeah, it absolutely is a warning. Um, you know, the the left wants to wanted to blame uh, other hacks that we had on pipelines and other stuff immediately on Russia without any, any, any evidence. But it's really China that we need to worry about today. Brian Maloney, I want to shift gears real quick while I've got you because... Um, you're from Red Wave America and all your years that you've worked on campaigns and worked in politics. I don't know if you heard this story today, but it just reminded me of you um, because you've been on here many times talking as we have about the, the Republican Party and how they failed us. Story came out today or over the weekend, 49 House and Senate Republicans helped them Democrats pass billions in American taxpayer money on welfare, driver's licenses, housing costs, medical care, and more for Afghanis that, that have been brought here and to continue to be brought here. We're talking $6.4 billion to bring upwards of 95,000 Afghanis and through the year 2022 with family reunification continue to bring more here and Republicans joined in to pay for this in spite of the fact, Brian Maloney, that a recent polling shows that over 60% of Republicans didn't want them brought here and don't want them paid for. Well, because we haven't vetted who are these people? Who are these 95,000 people? We don't know. It almost seems where they picked at random. Uh, you know, they're not really refugees in any political sense because we left those people in Afghanistan, including Americans. So the whole process has been absolutely bizarre. Uh, so, you know, looking at all that, and, and now we're supposed to pay for it, too. So this is a disaster. Why did all the European countries, including the most liberal European states, closed the door entirely on Afghan refugees this year when all this was going on, because their past experiences with Afghan uh, refugees has been a disaster, because the it's impossible to assimilate this group into the other cultures in that country, uh, whatever those countries are, and, and they've tried and they've failed. It's been a nightmare. So the door was shut. For some reason, we're supposed to take in 95,000 or hundreds of thousands or potentially millions for, for what and to where and why. Yeah. And, and, um, of and the like four, you said, who pays? Well, yeah, we're, we're paying and not just not just with our money, but we're paying with our culture. And, you know, in, in the with uh, right. uh, with over 40,000 that are here in eight states right now, we've already had multiple children sexually assaulted. We had a female U, yeah. uh, U.S. military uh, gal who was assaulted by a group of them. At best case, we're bringing people here that do not match our culture, that think it's OK to marry nine year old little girls. Right. That think it's OK uh, to stone you know, women who, you know, uh, are commit adultery, right? I.e. being raped. This is what we brought here. Worst case, we've got terrorists among them because the Taliban are terrorists. We actually know that ISIS fighters right. actually they, got they on some see, of those planes. That's right. 
No, they feed the refugees with their own people. So they send in Taliban through the back door that way. We know that. And not only European states close the door, but all of Afghanistan's neighbors close the door to any refugees as well, because they also know better because they're not compatible with the neighboring states either. So it's insane to be taking in large numbers. It doesn't work. It's a disaster uh, in the making. And the Republican Party backing this? Spitting in the face of their voters. If this doesn't tell you the, where we're at with the Republican Party, then we've got a one-party rule, and the, and the, and the, well, and well, it's yeah. all about power. There's absolutely no justification. In fact, the driver's license that they're planning uh, to give these these people actually violates the Patriot Act. Well, it's it's incredible. But what it is, as much as anything, is the Republican Party being so out of touch, thinking that we have to reach across the aisle and compromise with Democrats and give them some of what they want so that the people will see us as reasonable. And the bottom yes. line is the public outside of Washington thinks Democrats are nuts and can't believe Republicans want anything to do with them. So there is a disconnect. We have never had our capital more detached from the people than it is right now. And that includes, unfortunately, many Republicans. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely insane what they're doing. And to think that, and I guess they've, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, were some of the ones behind uh, it. You know, of course, and, you know, and um, if anybody thought, this is why when Trump won in, in 2016, I said, you know, you've got, you've got to, you've got to have reasonable expectations because he's going there facing two opposition parties. And until we cut off yeah. the real head of the snake, we got to cut off is the GOP leadership. And that's Ron, the Ronna McDaniels. That's the McConnells, the Kevin McCarthy's, the Lindsey Graham's right. Uh, we've all been holding our nose. Well, we got to have the majority. We got to keep reelecting these people because otherwise we'll be in the minority. Well, what have we gotten when we when we when we're in power? We cater to the Democrats. When the Democrats are in power, they get get everything that they want. Mean, meanwhile, well, we're yeah. we're destroying this country. Got to leave it well, there. We Brian. are, and the, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here, y'all. Follow Brian. Red Wave America. Love having him on. I ran too short, but they got to have him back. Thank you all. See you tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.